This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Good morning, beauties, and welcome to the Find Your Bliss radio show here on Plains FM every Thursday morning at 9am, where we talk about all things spiritual, esoteric, and what it takes to live from your intuition and create a life that you really love. So this morning on the Find Your Bliss radio show, folks, we are talking about lots of different things, uh, overcoming resistance mostly, but there's a couple of things that I'd really love to uh, invite you into. Number one being that there has been a profit party over in the Intuitive Life Academy Facebook group. If you're interested in learning more about how you can create more abundance in your life, I'd encourage you to step into the group and go and check out the videos. They're all under the announcements. There's been some amazing feedback from people in terms of having some great awarenesses and insights and taking their relationship with money to the next level going to that deeper level of intimacy. Uh, The other thing I wanted to invite people into, of course, uh, this weekend on the 7th on Sunday is the Red Tent Aotearoa, which is every... Sunday, sorry, every uh, month. So this month I'm speaking and I'm speaking about the power of humility when it comes to your money, which is really important as a spiritual concept, right? We want to have deep reverence and humility in terms of creating abundance. So that's what we'll be speaking to. You can go into the Facebook group again. There's a link there. I believe it's under announcements again. Click on the image and it will take you to the event page where you can buy tickets. The recommended koha is $25. So great opportunity to come and be in celebration with other women and connect and learn what it takes to create a relationship with money which is super important for women because as we all know money as an energy probably has more masculine energy in it than it does feminine mostly because um, you know men historically speaking have probably worked or been um, the people who have been out there working, etc. So yeah, really interesting in terms of looking at the energetics of money and that's definitely something that I am into as an ex-banker. So welcome to the show, folks. It's great to have you here this morning. Like I said, we're talking about overcoming resistance. And I just did a really quick Facebook Live over in the other Facebook group to let people know. And I started talking about even physics which is, of course, if you have something that is starting to move, say it's a stone rolling across the ground, that, of course, through aerodynamics, etc., starts to create resistance. You know, like there's going to be some kind of pressure that comes up against that stone. And the faster that the stone rolls or moves, the greater the resistance. And this is a great analogy in terms of us, in terms of where we want to go. So if you have a vision for your life, if you have a big dream for your life and you're like, this is where I want to go, as soon as you start moving towards it, you're going to start experiencing resistance. And if you want to go there really fast, of course, you're going to experience even more resistance. Now, I've also talked this week a little bit about what you don't want to do when it comes to your abundance, and that is to sit 
on the fence. (laughs) You know, mostly because it gives you a sore butt, but also too, because you have to take an action step towards what it is that you want. And this is actually something that I help my clients with a lot. And ironically, when people choose to step in and work with me, things start shifting even before they've started the program because they've made that decision. Because this is what happens, you know, inertia, not moving, feeling stuck, also known as your comfort zone, that energy can really, um, you know, hold you back from experiencing what it is that you wish to experience, the feelings that you wish to experience. So how do we start overcoming our resistance? One of the things that, of, of course, and we've talked about deeply through the Find Your Bliss radio show is your limiting beliefs. You know, what are your limiting beliefs in terms of what it is that you're looking to create? Because often, too, we don't even realize that they are kind of wrapped around us. And, you know, often the analogy that's used in terms of letting go or doing the spiritual path is letting go of the onion layers, right? We have to pull them back layer by layer and go deep into ourselves. And, of course, one of the first things you need to do to overcome resistance is to actually go inwards and even ask yourself, what is it that I want? How do I go about creating that? And this is often what happens, right, is people get excited and they're like, oh my goodness, you know, I have this big juicy dream or vision for myself and I'm going to start taking action on it. I'm going to start implementing. And of course, they have the energy of that. And then they start taking some action steps and they might lose some enthusiasm. And this is why why it's so important. I think there's even a quote by Winston Churchill. I can't remember how it goes. Something about... Um, success is being able to fail without losing enthusiasm something like that right which is so important in terms of you getting to your end result like what is it that you want to create getting excited about it but holding that same level of enthusiasm because this is why people have such a distorted relationship with time because we do funny things right like we go when I get there then I'll be happy And that's a really scary proposition. It's also known as destination addiction, right? When I get there, when I get my ducks in a row, when I, you know, make enough money, then I can do this or then I can do that. I can make this choice or I'll feel a certain way. No, 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 no. You want to feel good now. Your happiness is not in an outcome. It's inside of you. It's a, it's a choice and the way you want to be rather than actually thinking that if you do this or you do this or you do this, because guess what happens as soon as those things occur and you kind of go, oh, that was cool for five minutes. And then you're like, okay, well, what's next? Right? So that's why we need to cultivate being happy within ourselves no matter what is happening externally. And that can be a really quite challenging for the rational critical mind because the rational critical mind and also too we're kind of trained this way folks right we're trained to look to the next thing why it's called consumerism right it means that you need this or you need this shampoo or you need this car which is perfect too in terms of advertising and selling you want to get the next thing But then you start to realize, if you start peeling back a few layers, you kind of start realizing that this is an energetic pattern that we're all surrounded by and how much are you buying into it? Because there's always going to be a bigger house or a bigger car or a jet or a boat or whatever it is that you might think that you want that is going to bring you a feeling. The irony being you can experience the feeling now while you're still manifesting that. So you don't want to make your um, happiness dependent on your outcomes. You want to bring your 
your power back and go, no, I can be happy now. Do you think that's going to help you to create less resistance? Because guess what happens? If you achieve a goal and then it doesn't bring the happiness that you anticipated, do you think that's going to add to your enthusiasm about going after another one? No, right? I've talked before about how I manifested a big lump sum of money and I thought it was going to make me happy and it didn't and it was really shocking. I was just like, oh my goodness, that is such a reality check. In fact, it had, and they've done studies on this about how people often, you know, and again, this comes back to your uh, limiting beliefs, your ability to be able to hold the energetic frequency of money. People who've won the lottery And often within a short period of time, like millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars in some cases, and within about a year to 18 months, they're pretty much back to their original set point because that's the energy that they're running. It comes back to their belief system. And this is already ingrained inside of us. That's why we want to do the deep dive and start asking ourselves really important questions like, well, what is it that I do believe about money or profit, about creating a life that I love? Do I think that I don't have the skills or talent to do it? Do I have no confidence in regards to what I'm offering? Do I have a voice in my head that is comparing me to other people all the time and making myself wrong? That person's making more money than me. How are they doing that? You know, they're not even a nice person. The stories can go on and on and on. We can want to come back and go, what is it that I'm choosing to believe about myself and how is that impacting what I'm able to create? Because I tell you what, if you're in business as an entrepreneur, you will know this. 20% of it is really, you know, how you run, your, you know, websites, technology, putting things together. 80% of it is your inner mindset, your inner energy, your enthusiasm, your vibe that you're bringing. So being very aware of that. And you think about it, if, um, if you're sitting there doubting yourself, that's a form of resistance. You know, because it's creating it a, a difficult environment for you to be able to move ahead and go, yeah, you know, and again, so a couple of energies, right, to support and overcome resistance. Curiosity. If I just did this, I wonder what would happen, right? Which is not, I have to get it right. It is, I'm just going to try it and see what happens. I did this a lot when I first started my business. And it was, you know, like it's reality testing, basically. What if, if I do this, what happens? Does that feel good or not? Am I going to continue to choose that or not? Right? What's the vibration of that? Does it feel good? Right? And again, which is kind of funny because this is what we do as children. As children, we have an idea and we go, Oh, I think this is gonna. I think this is gonna be fun. I think this is gonna be cool. I'm gonna try it and see what happens. Called play, right? And we do it, and we have that experience. But we don't judge it and go, "Oh, you know, that was a really bad, bad play session." I think we could have done that better. We don't do that to ourselves as children, do we? We just go, "I'm gonna show up. I'm gonna have some fun." And this is a beautiful thing about intuitive work. When you show up and you're just curious, get curious about the universe, get curious about frequency, curious about vibration, curious about God, the universe starts opening up to you in such a beautiful way. And the universe, you need those kind of universal supportive energies to help you overcome all sorts of resistance, right? Like, because can resistance can show up in lots of different ways. You've been hurt. So therefore you're defensive, so therefore you close your heart down, so therefore it's not easy to reach out to people, especially people that you felt hurt by, probably mostly known as your family. There's always somebody in your family, right, who is a soul tribe trigger person for you. 
So that can create resistance in your life. Unforgiveness creates resistance. You can imagine, like if you're looking at it energetically, it creates drag. If you want to go towards your dreams faster, you will forgive everyone, everything. Ooh, I know, right? <laughs> there might be part of you that's like, but you have no idea how long my list is. I know, it's like, um, what's that movie? Was it Fletch or something with Chevy Chase? And he had all those different IDs and it's kind of like, right? There might be a really long list. But can you imagine the impact if you translated that into energy in terms of resistance? If you let go of all that, how much further forward do you think it could propel you towards your dreams? And people don't understand this about limiting beliefs. Limiting beliefs can be heavy. If you want to feel light in your body and in your energy field, you will do those limiting beliefs, right? You'll do the breakdown. You'll do the work, the inner work to kind of go, what is that? You know, why Why have I chosen to believe that? Where's that come from? Right? And get rid of it. Release it. Surrender it up to the universe to go, I don't want to be the person who believes that people who drive Ferraris are jerks, right? Because that's blocking you from having that experience. You can't receive what it is that you're judging. Can't receive what it is that you're judging. If you're judging something, you're kind of making it wrong. And this is another concept which is really big for creating resistance. Living in a world of black, white, right, wrong, good, bad, pass, fail. I would encourage you to let go of that mindset. What would it take to kind of keep on asking yourself, you know, if I was living in a world where there was no right or wrong, would that feel a bit more liberated? Because people make themselves wrong all the time. You know, that inner mean girl or inner mean guy. Oh my goodness, I can't believe you've done this. Blah, 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 blah. Right? That story can get really old real quick. You know, I um, I have a, a mean girl in the respect that she's like, come on, giddy up, let's go. <laughs> but that's not really mean, right? That's kind of like, get your ass into gear, right? Like, where are you not going to places that make you feel uncomfortable? You know, and again, you could call this your higher self, you know, your inner motivator, the part of you that knows that there's so much more available for you to experience, the part of you that knows what it feels like to live in inspiration in your body and those energies of hope or expansion or joy, like your higher self sees the bigger picture. Your higher self is essentially you, your soul energy without beyond your ego. So your ego can be really limiting in itself, right? Again, the ego being the reflex reaction. I've talked about this before, like when you go to the doctor and they hit you on the knee with a little hammer to check your reflexes. It's kind of what your ego does. It kind of is a, a knee-jerk reaction to information that your critical rational mind is processing and it goes through your ego and your ego starts doing that reflex reaction because it's trying to keep you safe. Right? And it's evolved over time from the Darwinian age. You know, that's why we have things like hierarchy and pecking order now, right? That's all been really established from the evolution of our ego because we're comparing ourselves to other people. And of course, this is important on an evolutionary level because it is survival of the fittest, right? If you're not um, aware, then maybe you will get eaten by the saber-toothed tiger, you know, as opposed to the person who's just having a great experience picking the blackberries and they're not in that energy energy of awareness and then you know they get eaten by the saber-toothed tiger you know using historic version or story analogy so for us though our ego reflex right can create creates all the resistance in your life 
the ego reflex recreate creates all the resistance because if you didn't have it you would be in those energies of not judging yourself I'll just go for it I'll just do that I'm just going to have that experience. I'm just going to see what happens. I'm not going to judge myself. I'm not going to make myself right or wrong. You can feel how right-wrong energy creates so much resistance. And it can tie into other things like perfectionism or sabotaging yourself. You know, I've done, and you know, I've done this before myself. I've talked about this before. I've shared with you guys about how in my business when I had my first $10,000 month, and this was years ago now, but I, um, it was like, this is awesome and I can't believe I've done it was almost like cognitive dissonance on one level. It's just like, oh my goodness, you know, I set this goal and now it's come to reality. <laughs> but what I did in a classic saboteur is I turned around and I ate, I think it was like six peanut slabs or something over three days. And I was just, even as I was eating them, I was like, why am I doing this? And then realizing that it was almost like I was um, sabotaging my own perception of success. Right, because some people it's like ten thousand dollars, whoop d. Whereas other people are like, oh my goodness, that would be amazing. But I was kind of keeping myself in check. Right, it's like you know, ironically, don't get too big for your boots, but you're definitely going to do that if you're eating that many Snickers bars or whatever it was, peanut slap, something with peanuts in it. Right, and again, recognizing how we often put limitations on ourselves, and it's often unconscious. Right? It's these subconscious limiting beliefs that really hold us back from stepping into what it is that we want. And that's why we have to be bold enough because you need to think about it. Your uh, awareness, your intuition, how much are you listening to it? Like how loud is it? Because if it's not, if you're not giving it space, it will never override your rational critical mind because you have free will. You have to activate it. You have to sit still and be present and allow that presence of the universe to come forward. And if you're not hearing it, and if you're just operating from your rational critical mind, your rational critical mind is going to bring a story for everything. Basically, your thoughts aren't even true. Because they're not coming from source energy, they're coming from your mind. So that's why we need to get still so we can feel the difference. We did this the other day in Intuitive Mastery, right? We started tuning in using some charts, looking at emotional energies, and it can be quite confronting, right? What your soul energy tells you versus what your rational mind says. It can be a real reality check because it's like your soul doesn't have an agenda. It will just tell you the truth and the truth can be really confronting you know like the ladies were picking up all sorts of energies and having all these insights because they were like wow you know this is the way this is my soul's truth talking to me about what's actually holding me back you know, and there's some of the awarenesses, they were like, it was a little shocking for some people. It's kind of like, oh my goodness, you know, this is actually a huge reflection. But again, it's not about making people wrong. It's just about going, this is the energy that's there. And if it's stopping me or holding me back, I need to have that awareness so I can let it go. You know, and one of the things about doing spiritual work, which is really interesting and kind of life in general, is that you need to know what you're not in order to know what you are. So prior to awakening and realizing that you're an infinite being in a body, not just this human being having this human experience, right? You're a spiritual being having a human experience. And if you're not tapping into that, then you're denying your infinite power to create a life that you really love and to come into alignment and flow with the way that the universe sees life, which is pure love, and to be in that space where you're free of suffering, 
right? If you're not able to kind of do that, if you're just living in that rational world experience, you're going to be experiencing contrast. You know, when you start stepping into spirit, you increase your happiness, you raise your vibration, you experience more expansion. It's easier to create a life that you love when you know how to work with your intuition and clear energy. When it felt like previously there was a brick wall, that wall literally turns into an open door. And I know that is, um, that seems kind of magical, right? But I've had this experience so many times. You have to create the awareness of what's really up inside of yourself to be able to go, oh my goodness, look, I am literally stopping myself. I am literally blocking myself. There's nobody else doing this to me. It's a belief that I have on some level that is stopping me from moving forward. And I tell you what, that beautiful feeling that comes when that's gone, right? When it's just melted away. Where you knew in a previous experience, right? Like, and this is why I love energy work, right? Because it's quick. When you've identified what the limiting belief is and you can shift it, there's no brick wall there anymore. You can literally step forward. You're just like, oh my goodness, I can take the step forward and there's no problem, there's no issue. I can just be in those energies of delight and curiosity and joyfulness, take that action step forward and then just be like, wow, you know, there's no stopping me. And of course, what happens is when you get good at this, you can start tuning in and going and you can start speeding up, right? And of course, what happens when you start speeding up, even when it comes to physics, there's more resistance, right? Because we can have more fear. We can be like, oh, crumbs, I'm getting a bit of momentum here. I'm starting to go a little bit faster. What's happening? You know, am I safe? Rational ego mind kicks in again and goes, ooh, you know, am I feeling a little bit wobbly? Because what will happen, of course, is more limiting beliefs will show up. That monkey mind, the chatter, you know, things like, ooh, you're starting to make some more money. Are you getting a bit too big for your boots? You know, who do you think you are? What are you going to do with this money anyway, right? Don't you just love all the stories that can come up in your mind? And of course, too, when you do get to a point, I've noticed this for myself, where you get to a point where you're making more than enough income, right? You're meeting all your, you know, your needs. There can be part of you that goes, oh, what's the point of making money beyond that? You know, isn't that greedy? And it's kind of like where you have to create the clarity on where you want the money to go and how you want, again, your big juicy dream or vision to revitalize that to be able to keep the energy in a place where you're always expanding, evolving and creating. Because again, if you can do that internally, that will show up in the world just through resources, opportunities and also, of course, abundance. So overcoming resistance. I think the biggest thing too is most people want to live in flow. You know, that beautiful feeling of like, oh my goodness, this is so amazing. And especially for female entrepreneurs, what they want to do is they want to attract business. They don't want necessarily have to feel like they have to hustle for it. Because that hustly feeling can feel very masculine, right? It can feel like we are chasing or pursuing. And if we're in that energy too much as women, we get kind of off balance and it can kind of feel a little bit icky. And also too, if we're driving our business quite hard, you know, we can end up getting burnt out. We can end up feeling frazzled. So we really want to go, what does it take to let go of all these limiting beliefs inside of myself? free myself of resistance so I can be an energetic frequency which is attracting people in right you can be in that joyfulness oh hi Lisa how are you I didn't realize you're watching <laughs> I 
I've just seen your comment and it's just like, so I'm not quite sure what that's in regards to, but I hope it was a moment of insight. (laughs) So yeah, just talking about what does it take to live in that frequency? Because also too, think about it, especially as women, we need to feel safe. Right, And often we need to do quite a bit of work on the bottom three chakras to be safe in our creative energy, which of course is the, um, you know, the solar plexus, your personal power, your sacral, which is your creativity, your sensuality and the root chakra, of course. We need to do the, and sometimes, right, I get it, it can be uncomfortable. It can bring up stuff from a long, long time ago. It can bring up circumstances where we felt powerless. And, you know, even one of the ladies in Short of Mastery was just saying in the group, you know, I look around and I think everybody else is just taking to this like a duck to water. And it's actually quite challenging, of course, right? When we start shifting from our rational, critical mind and moving into living from your intuition all the time, your ego rallies right it's like what is happening is this safe and it you know it can do some pretty good stories i'm going to do a podcast about this at some stage too like you are going crazy right and this is often what happens when you're having a spiritual awakening this is terrible i feel awful this is not what i anticipated it was going to be like (laughs) that um you know, like, how's your spiritual journey going and seeing the lady tumbling down the hill, right? It's just like, yeah, it's awesome. Or the kid, the little kid on the, um, what's it called? I want to say roller skate. That's not right. Roller coaster. And the other person sitting next to them smiling. And the meme is that that person's your spirit guide. And you're like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> this life journey, it's challenging, You need to be held in a space where you're going to be loved to step into your own power and your own accountability, right? And also too, you know, like really a word that I love, but I know it can trigger people. I used to talk quite a bit about power, but I know a lot of people really associate that with masculine. So I kind of shifted that a little bit to authority. And for me, authority is like, what does it take to be the authority in your own life? And that for me is like, if you look at the word, it's like author. What does it take to be the author of your own light? Which kind of softens it a little bit, but it's still really powerful because it's about your power to choose and to really be in that space of going, well, what am I choosing? Am I choosing the highest vibration for myself? Am I choosing to give my power away? Am I choosing to discount my products and services? Am I choosing to kind of be in servitude energy? Or am I choosing to actually act like somebody who's treating herself? And again, because there's a lot of this language and some of it I don't love, but treating themselves like a queen, right? To be that person who is very aware, has great boundaries and can speak their truth, and love themselves as they do it, allow themselves to be supported in that. So really when we're looking at overcoming resistance, it's like you have to ask yourself some deeper questions. What part of me needs to be healed to be able to move beyond any resistance? I think also too, one thing, you know, there's two energies on the scale of consciousness, um, shame and guilt obviously right being down at the bottom they're one of some of the most contracted energies i think shame's like 20 and guilt's like 30 or something on a scale of consciousness up to a thousand so they're really contracted energies so a really great place to start is to ask yourself because you think about it you want to go to the most contracted energy to create the most expansion 
So right, the thing that is probably the most painful for you um, emotionally to liberate that energy because that will give you the greatest reclamation of your own authority. It'll give you the greatest sense of liberation. It'll give you the greatest ability to propel yourself forward. And so really looking at anything in your life just using your rational mind to kind of go find the information, but also asking your intuition to show you because sometimes the rational mind doesn't want to see it, is to ask what in my life have I felt guilty about or ashamed of? And sometimes, right, you might be carrying shame or guilt in your body that's not even yours. So you have to even identify that, right? That's a whole other thing to kind of go, am I carrying shame or guilt in my body that actually belongs to somebody else? You know, I had a um, checked in on some energy on myself the other day, amazing massage therapist that I go to, and he kind of connected in with my belly, and I actually felt terror. And I don't associate or identify with that energy at all. So it was really fascinating. If you get still and you listen to your body, and I know this can be massive in terms of resistance, people don't want to be still and be present to their own emotions. In fact, we go through all sorts of things to often avoid them, deny them, whether that's shopping or drinking or eating or whatever, because sometimes we can be really afraid of the intensity of our emotions. Don't know about you guys, but um, yeah, forgiving everyone. Yeah, (laughs) right. Yeah, and the list, right, the list. But um, sometimes, right, being in those circumstances where sitting down and just feeling the feelings. We don't get taught how to do this, right? We don't get it modelled often from our parents. It's not valued in society. However, if you know, start to cultivate this as a skill set, like to get still and to just ask what energy wants to come forward, what emotion wants to come forward, what emotion am I ignoring that wants to be seen, that wants to be loved, that wants to be witnessed? What is it that I need to see? And you know, often too, if you ask your intuition, your intuition is very clever and it will show you in lots of different ways. It might show you, if you're kind of in a bit of avoidance, it might show you through a television program. It might show you through a newspaper article. It might show you through something on the internet and you'll start to notice a theme. Right? If you sit down and get still, you can bring the fourth year in energy and emotion immediately. Sometimes it can feel really intense, right? Like I'm a Scorpio, so I feel things intensely. So often it can feel overwhelming. That's why we want a coach or a healer or a guide to be with us, right? To kind of facilitate us so we don't feel like we're going to fall off the cliff. Because also too, again, we have so much resistance to feeling our feelings, especially if they're intense, because often we think, oh my God, this is going to kill me this is way too intense, I can't do it. If we have that level of resistance, that's kind of the level of power, it's kind of equal, right? The level of power that we can claim back. So the greater your level of resistance, the greater opportunity to reclaim your power. And that's what can be so liberating from doing energy work, right? Once you've claimed it back inside of yourself, it can propel you forward. And again, do you think about it? Do you want to be a person who feels their feelings? To to feel and experience the joy of life, you want to be a good feeler. And being a good feeler means that you feel the good 
and they're not so good. And again, because we live in a duality, you know, polarised planet, light, dark, good, bad, right? And But we don't have to buy into that. So this is what I say to people. What would it take to love and appreciate the whole range of emotions just the same? So to love your happiness as much as you love your rage, because they're both valid, Right, we want to kind of see them even through a neutral lens. Like, oh wow, look, I'm feeling really angry. That's interesting. I wonder what that's all about. I'm going to take a few moments to sit down. Whoa, look at that. Having that awareness. This is why our body always tells us stuff too, right? Sit down, start talking to your body. It's like a chatty Cathy. It's going to tell you some stuff about what you're really upset about. You know, even asking that question, you know, how much energy am I holding in my body that actually doesn't belong to me? Just asking and seeing what you get as a percentage. And again, the intuitive answer is the answer that pops into your head just like that. We've been trained to question our intuition because we think that, um, you know, the rational mind is the higher form of intelligence. It's actually the one of the weakest parts of your being. Your, and this is the thing, we have to realize that we're not our thoughts, we have to separate out and when we create the space we realize that it's actually like a little dog just watching the thoughts go past in the window blah 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 right and it can really hurt if that little dog runs out into traffic and gets run over right because that's when we're identifying with our thoughts this is who I am and people even do this I've seen it before when people are unwell they're like you are making me feel this way no Nobody's making you feel anything and that can be confronting to go, actually, this is an emotional response that is occurring within you. You are having this thought process. This is your filter and maybe it's connected back to something that is wounded inside of you. Again, I've talked extensively about being triggered, you know, having those emotional responses where somebody says something and you're like, oh my God. I can't believe that person said that because it feels like it's just shot an arrow into my heart. That's not a time to just go into retaliation it is a time to go into yourself and go thank you so much for being such a cow so I can go into my own energy and awareness and go what part of me is wounded that needs to be loved back into wholeness that's what those circumstances are for because often it's not even what the person said or what their intention is it's the way that it's landed in your field and the way that it's done that is because of our own wounding so eventually you know the end goal is to get to that place where you're just like you know what somebody can say anything to you and you don't have kind of any emotional response to it because you're a, you know you're full and whole within yourself and when you are at that place you really are free and can you see it when you are at that place you probably have pretty little resistance you know like and I've got you know in my own journey I've definitely had circumstances where I've been like oh my goodness this person's you know said this and you know there have definitely been circumstances and you know this is my own ego right saying absolutely you know that that person was being mean right but you don't actually know until you actually ask that person you know I had a circumstance once where somebody said something in front of me um to another person and I was kind of like oh yeah that doesn't feel that friendly and then I was like oh, okay I can just let that go and then she did it again and I was just kind of like oh no yeah I feel like that's definitely a swipe at me and again, it's about um, recognizing within yourself because it's never really what somebody says. It's about whether you believe it or not. And if you believe it, it's going to hurt because on some level, right, you've already agreed to it. 
that makes sense, right? It's not really about what they've said. It means that on some level, you're already agreeing with what they're saying. And, you know, like I talked about this, about the circumstance I had where I had a guy recently, you know, put a comment on my YouTube channel and he said, she's F-U-C-K'd in the head. And I, you know, and again, once upon a time, I might have been like, oh, I can't believe somebody thinks that. And now I'm just like, oh, sending you love and blessings and that's it. But what do you think takes more time and therefore creates more resistance? This is why dealing with your limiting beliefs can be one of the best things in terms of creating more speed in regards to where you want to go. So important to keep on asking yourself those questions all the, all the time. Questions I ask myself oops, on a regular basis are, am I enjoying my business? How can I tweak it to make it better so it can be more fun for me? Um, how can my business serve me in terms of creating more energy for me? Like I have been in moments of my business where I'm just like, I am the servant here. You want to flip that. So really that your business serves you, brings you energy, brings you delight, brings you profit, brings you remuneration. Um, and again, I'm just always kind of having that. I often ask myself questions like, where am I getting too comfortable? <laughs> right? Because you want to be constantly putting yourself out of your comfort zone, like reaching out to people, doing something that feels... Um, outside of your comfort zone I mean that's the litmus test really if you're getting too comfortable then it's kind of like oh okay I'm just needing to shake things up a little bit if you get too comfortable as well you'll probably end up being bored and again can you see how that can create its own kind of resistance because it becomes an inertia you know what do they say rolling stone gathers no moss so we want to keep on moving and this is the whole journey of life you want to keep on keep on continuing to spiritually evolve it's always one of my intentions right is what would it take for my uh, intuition to develop to grow to continue to get faster to get quicker to become easier what would it take to move into effortless manifestation what would it take to really have my paradigm and my view of life shift to be able to see the universe's truth in everyone and everything. Because can you imagine how much freedom is in that? She didn't come here to suffer, folks. Right? We didn't come here to suffer. We came here to kind of learn what we are not so we can learn what we are and to experience the contrast and the joy and freedom that comes through that. Because you think about it, if your life was just awesome all the time, you wouldn't really know that it was awesome because you would have nothing to con contrast it to. You need the contrast to appreciate. So if you've gone through a really crappy time, appreciate the contrast say thank you so much universe for showing me this much contrast because if you're not there yet you can experience exactly the same on the flip side right if it's been really awful that means you can experience more joy hold on to that right hold yourself in that space of like if my joy isn't here yet it's obviously on its way what does it take to collapse time and experience it in your body right now today you don't need to wait you know, you can experience joy now. You can be in the energy of what it is that you wish to receive now. And that's a perfect way to calibrate your vibration to actually be in the energy of receiving it. All right, folks, thank you so much. Facebook, guys, for tuning in. You can listen to the rest of the podcast on iTunes or Spotify. The links are under the announcements tab in the Facebook group. Thanks for joining us. And I'll look forward to seeing you guys next time. Bye for now.
Alrighty, so just finishing up with Facebook there. 96.9 FM here at Plains FM. Always love coming to do the radio show. It's always so much fun. Um, folks, again, just a reminder that the Profit Party has been on last week it was, but I am inviting women in at the moment to Profit Accelerator, which is happening actually this Sunday. So Profit Accelerator is for healers, coaches and guides who really want to accelerate their profit. You know, I have learnt a lot of really cool stuff over the years in terms of what works and what doesn't. Uh, invested a lot of money into programs etc to learn what it is but it's really about calibrating your energy it's actually a six-week container so it's really for people who are like I'm sick of being the rolling stone that has gathered some moss and I really want to go into huge acceleration in terms of my business to be able to go yep you can step into working with me. I'm going to hold space in this container and it's going to be amazing. So if you're interested in that, um, do come and talk to me. You can go to my YouTube channel if you're interested, if you want to hear testimonials from other people who've done things like gone from selling a $500 offer to selling a $2,000 offer. If you think about things like that in terms of your own product, profitability it's pretty massive right you know you could probably get three clients maybe at that and replace your monthly income creates a huge amount of freedom has a huge knock-on effect in terms of your relationships what you're offering the way you're choosing to live but most of all of course calibrating to those energies so you can continue to receive that and expand i've done funny things before where i have and we need to be supported through those quantum shifts because otherwise we'll close ourselves back down (laughs) right like i remember once um I think I've shared this before about how I was talking to a client and I said to her, you know, I'd really love you to become a client and um, do some work together. And she said to me, I'd love that too, but I don't have any money right now. So just in my head, I said to my intuition, what would it take for her to get the money? And I went home half an hour later, she'd emailed me and she said, guess what? I've just been given a grant. I've got the money to be able to work with you. And it blew my mind, right? Like it blew me away and I freaked out. (laughs) I was like, oh my God. So what did I do? I turned it down, right? I was like, holy cow. You know, this can actually, it can be that effortless. Because guess what? When I asked my intuition, I was really in the energy of detachment. I was like, oh yeah, she said no, so I'll just ask and, you know, what would it take? And then kind of let it go. I wasn't clinging. I wasn't in the energy of neediness, but it totally freaked me out because I was like, oh my goodness, can it really be that easy? And yes, it really can be that easy, but you need to keep on to assimilating to that because the universe knows what your intention is, but if you're not open to receiving it, you literally can't. It's physically impossible. That's why we need the support to keep on calibrating. You think about it. If you are at, you know, maybe you're earning $4,000 a month at the moment and you jump up to 10 and you want to do that consistently, you need to energetically calibrate to that. And the beautiful thing about being self-employed and being a coach is you're continuously calibrating. And again, folks, I get it. Like, Profit Accelerator, what's probably the big thing to need to know about this 
it's a super low investment. Why? Because it's a better test. You know, I'm doing it over six weeks. I want to see how far people can get in a short period of time. And I'm pouring so much love into that group. So, you know, really take advantage of this because I know in the future I won't offer again at this price point because it's so valuable. You think about it, the energetic support and the actual practical action steps that you need to take to start calibrating to a $10,000 month. What does that to in terms of the trajectory of your whole life. It's massive and the investment's super low. So come into the Intuitive Life Academy Facebook group. You'll see the link under announcements and yeah, you can find the information there or just send me a message. You know, um, I'm on Facebook, right? Rebecca Davison, Intuitive Life Coach. Intuition Coach, right? So... I hope you have enjoyed the show today, folks. It's been awesome connecting with you. I think the topic of overcoming resistance is so powerful. Everybody has to do it. If you want to experience your big juicy dream, you're going to have to learn what it takes. And of course, it's not just to start with. It's a continuous process because guess what? There's always going to be another level or another perceived level in your mind in terms of jumping up, right? Like maybe you want to earn 100 grand a year, you know, and then you can actually calibrate this through intuitive work energetically. You can kind of go, ooh, you know, what's my limit? Because your body again will tell you. It'll go, oh yeah, you're good to make, you know, and again, it's different for everybody depending on what their limiting beliefs are and the way that they're wired, et cetera. But you can literally spot it so you can ask questions so and again the questions would be you know like what's my limit where what am I comfortable to receive you know most people are okay to receive 20 bucks 100 bucks 200 bucks two thousand dollars your energy might starting beta crack contract ten thousand fifty thousand hundred thousand right like your body will kind of get to a point where it's just kind of like no I can't receive that somebody literally turned up on my doorstep and said I'm going to give you this in exchange for what you have to offer people go Oh, oh, I can't do that or I my value proposition I don't have enough value to be able to receive that exchange of energy so or I can't provide that much value and you know that's a really interesting topic that we will be going deep into on Profit Accelerator which is determining value because guess what you determine as a coach this is what I do as well right as a coach you determine the value of what you're offering you determine it Right, if you know, let's put it this way: if I can help somebody forgive someone, what does that do in terms of the quality of the rest of their life? Like literally, forgive them. So when they think about them, there's no charge. When they think about them, they can actually send them love, no matter what's happened, whether it's been some kind of horrible physical, sexual, mental kind of abuse. If they can actually forgive them and come to a place of neutrality, what does that do in terms of that person's life? How much happiness becomes available to them? What do you think it does to them in terms of their profit? It's all interconnected, folks. Like, literally, I say this to people all the time, and often I feel like it falls on deaf ears a little bit. If you want to be abundant, you will forgive everybody everything. If you're not choosing to forgive people it's like it creates a kink in your energetic field how can the universe bring to you when you've got this big kink in your field I know nobody said it was going to be easy (laughs) but I tell you what it's worth it 
you know, I, I haven't really shared my full story with the general public, but, you know, there will be a time and a place one day to help you understand I have had to forgive a lot of people again constantly over and over and over and over and over again to get to that place where I can experience the freedom including myself including all the times and places where I've said something where I was just like oh I wish I hadn't have said that or you know I've really hurt that person's feelings and that wasn't my intention you know the road to hell is right paved with good intentions so just being in that space, right, of kind of going, if I could forgive everyone everything, what would that do in terms of my own happiness? Because again, forgiveness is really about choosing your own happiness. Because the other person, you know, they're just living their life, right? They're doing what they're doing. You don't have any control over it. So really stepping into that space of, you know, would it increase, like ask your body, would it increase my abundance if I was willing to forgive everybody? Would I be experiencing more joy? Would that joy bring more profit into my life? You know, and again, forgiveness, there's a lot of myths around forgiveness. We'll do another podcast on another day. I have done it before, I'm sure. But forgiveness really is the willingness to see other people as innocent, So it's actually a massive shift in perception. And this is super hard for people. I get it. This is where the rational critical mind and the ego step in and go, what the hell are you talking about, right? This person's done this, this, and this. And this always goes back to the conversation about, you know, people who have physically harmed others, whether that's through murder or violence, etc. Like, how are they innocent? It all comes back to your perception. You know, nobody is really born evil, right? They have circumstances in their life that contribute to their reactions and their behaviours. I remember watching that show, I think it's called Finding God, and it had Morgan Freeman. It was on Netflix. And they actually went and did brain scans of this guy who was a serial killer. And he actually had different, I think he had a really large prefrontal cortex or something like that. Like he had a very different brain set up. So it's kind of like, wow, that's fascinating, right? And he literally, he had a compulsion to kill people. So it's kind of like, again, and how do we see those people as innocent? How? Because again, if we can't see other people as innocent, then we actually can't see ourselves as innocent. And I get it. I know what it's like, you know, when people are unkind or mean or cruel and you're like, why are you behaving this way? And it all comes back to their own perception of reality. You know, I've had people that I really have loved as clients and they just turn around and say, you know, they block you. Just like, whoa, what is going on in your perception that you think that by shutting out or hurting me that it's going to make your life better? Because energy doesn't work like that. And again, that's why, I mean, we could talk about karma there too, right? That's why you want to keep your nose clean, folks. If you want to live and flow, abundance, ease, joy, forgive everyone, everything. You know, look at those people who have hurt you and just send them blessings. You know, do the work. Notice if there's a charge. Notice if there's something that needs to go to be shifted. And again, and just let people be as they are. If it comes, let it come. If it goes, let it go. That's flow. That is flow. And that's really, really what we want to experience, right? We want to experience the ease, the grace, the joy, that feeling. You know, can you folks tell that I know in every single cell of my body 
that I am in the right place in this very moment, speaking to you and sharing this information. Once upon a time, I had massive resistance about being a spiritual coach or an intuition coach or sharing this information like, oh my goodness, I don't know what I'm talking about or I don't know how I can help people or, you know, and then I had to kind of do a little few mind hacks, one of them being, oh, just, you know, when I first started doing the radio show, folks, guess what I did? I just pretended that I was talking to myself. And I still do that sometimes if I get nervous, right? I'm just like, oh, I'm just having a wee chat to myself. And, you know, you've got a friendly audience, right? Because you're talking to yourself. And again, you know, if you need to do that to be able to share really spiritual truth with other people, then do it, right? Do what it takes to get out of your own way. And again, noticing the resistance is natural, but your choice, the power is in your choices. Oh, I'm noticing I'm resistant. What am I going to do about that? Where's that coming from? Is that coming from a limiting belief? Oh, is there an emotion that's coming up here that needs to be addressed? And maybe that's what I'll talk about next week is like how your feelings pretty much determine everything and how your feelings are pretty much your biggest form of resistance. Because guess what? If you don't feel good, if you don't feel confident, you won't take any action. You won't do anything. You'll just sit there thinking about it, won't you? Poking the stick. Um, Because the other thing I'm going to do a show on, folks, is anxiety. Because anxiety is like a severe form of resistance. You know, it's hyper anxiety, of course, which is really produced by rumination, which is caused by trying to control something that is uncontrollable. And learning what it takes to feel okay about uncertainty. And of course, you know, anxiety can have multifaceted in the respect that it can be caused from trauma. But what does it take? You know, because the lessening of anxiety is really learning to trust. Trust yourself and trust other people. And if you are the best and only way really to do that is to get to know yourself better. It is the self-inquiry is having those conversations with yourself and going, how am I feeling right now? Oh, wow, I'm feeling really anxious. Okay, well, what's this connected to? And being aware what your intuition starts to tell you. Because you're not supposed to live in high levels of anxiety. I mean, life is full on enough as it is. I appreciate that. It's pretty, you know, it's pretty overwhelming out there with the internet and all the information that we get bombarded, all the marketing, all the advertising. You know, we really want to find what it is to walk our own path and to go, this is what feels good for me. And that's a huge part of claiming your autonomy and learning what it is to live in your own authority. Because you're the one who determines whether you're enjoying your life or not, right? So be the person who's prepared to take that action. So, folks, I hope you've enjoyed the show about resistance. Um, Again, just to recap really briefly, some things you can do. Be curious, right? Just be curious. Let go of the right-wrong stuff. Be curious and playful and kind of explore things. Realize that your emotions, right, and the limiting beliefs are probably going to be your biggest form of resistance, especially in regards to creating a life that you love. Know that everybody has resistance and experiences resistance, but there's always an action step that you can take do the work on yourself in terms of letting go of your limiting beliefs. So do come and join us in the Intuitive Life Academy. If you're not on Facebook, you can always go to my website, which is www.rebeccadavison.life. All right, folks, I'll look forward to connecting with you again next time. Lots of love. Bye for now. Bye.